Ladies and gentlemen, Ladies welcome and gentlemen, to another welcome episode another of the American Nightmare yes. Podcast. Uh, this is episode number 64, recorded Wednesday, July 26th, uh, 2023. Everything is broken today. <laughs> I haven't touched anything. Why does it keep coming yes. in there? Yes. Is this for real? <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> All right, that's fine. Hey, you fine. know what? Shit hey, happens. Shit. Stuff breaks. Along with echoes. All right. We'll fight, we'll fight right. through it as long as it's not on the recording, right? We'll fight through it, and we'll try to make this a quick one, and then uh, hopefully we'll get everything worked out for next month. All right, let's get started with let's get started. the horror news. Yeah. So, first thing, so, The Exorcist thing. Believer official trailer is out. I posted that up on Facebook. I looked at it today, and I'm like, holy crap, that looks pretty good. Yeah. It's coming out exactly 50 years ago this fall is when they released the first Exorcist movie. Exorcist. And now on Friday, October 13th, a new chapter begins new from chapter Blumhouse, begins from Blumhouse Pictures. Pictures. And the director, David and Gordon Green... Uh, which shattered his status quo with their resurrection of the Halloween franchise, which, God, you know, the first movie was all right. But Exorcist uh, Believer looks like it might be pretty good. I thought the trailer looked really good. Um, yeah, I was I was like, ah, that looks pretty scary. Um, I thought it was creepy, summary, real creepy. Yeah, it says, uh, as a summary, since the death of his pregnant wife in a Haitian earthquake 12 years ago, Victor Fielding, the Tony winner Oscar nominee Leslie Odin Jr., Leslie Odin. one night Junior. in Miami, Hamilton, uh, raised their daughter Angela on his own. But when Angela and her friend Catherine disappear in the woods, only to return three days later with no memory of what happened to them, to it that. unleashes a chain of events that will forever that force Victor to confront the uh, nadir of evil. And in his terror and desperation, seek out the only person alive who has witnessed anything like this before, Chris McNeil. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Sweet. Yeah, so they're bringing back the original mom, Chris McNeil, from the original film. It's going to be pretty interesting. She was in that series that we watched, right? Didn't she? Yeah. That was a pretty good series. character in that. Yeah, it kind of sucked that it only went two yeah. seasons and then it was gone. Yeah. yeah. Um, American uh, Psycho American is getting a comic book adaptation. Nice. According to Deadline Christian, Deadline Bell's Christian classic Bell's American Psycho is getting a comic book adaptation. LA-based comic book publisher Sumerian is lining up a comic book series based on the 2000 horror classic American Psycho starring Christian Bale as an icon madman Patrick Bateman. The four-issue series, which I already subscribed to, by the way, is publishing later this year, which will have a dual narrative one-shot showing a different perspective of Bateman's killing spree with a notable twist and another revealing a modern-day arc with surprising connections to the past. That sounds pretty sweet. Yeah. It's only a four issue, only a four series, issue but, uh, series, sounds but uh, sounds pretty cool. Uh, let's see. Uh, the Twisted Metal series Twisted. starts tomorrow on Peacock. On Peacock. I don't have Peacock. I don't know how I feel about it. 
premium. Yeah, I don't have I don't have Peacock yeah, either. I'm probably not going to watch it. Uh, I did love the Twisted Metal uh, video games yeah, back in the day, and my understanding yeah, is that they were awesome. Will, yeah, this show will focus, uh, focus highly on uh, the cars. Highly on the should. cars. Yeah, I thought it looked pretty sweet, the trailer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jack Hill's 1967 cult classic Spider Baby gets a remake and a trailer. Uh, sweet, I didn't see that yet. Movie, yeah, movie Spider Baby is getting a remake from the film filmmaker Dustin Ferguson, who made Cocaine, Jaguar, Mega Ape. Ape. Uh, and the new uh, trailer came out today. Uh, the team explains that the new film promises uh, to reimagine the beloved cult film, which starred oh. Sigurd Haig and Lon Chaney Jr., with a new generation of horror enthusiasts. The film is now in post-production, with a premiere planned this October in L.A. Original film's director Jack Hill served as the executive producer for the brand-new project, which is said to ensure a respectful homage to the 1967 cult classic. Yeah, Sid, Sid Haig was in that one. It was. That's right. Spider Baby. I was never I a big seen fan it. of it. It was a bit weird. It was a bit weird. Yeah, it's weird. Not that good? It's weird. It's, it's weird. <laughs> like like you said, it's it's, there's a cult following. It's it's very a strange yeah. movie. And Sid Haig was in it when he was young. And Sid Haig was in it when he was just as weird. Just like he does now? Well, yeah. not now, but <laughs> before he died? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he was a lot younger, though, but he still had the, the scars on his face and stuff. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Spirit Big Halloween teeth. is now selling a popcorn gun from Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Thank you, hey, Chris, thank for sending you, me that Chris. link. I was like, holy shit, that's awesome. Right? That's pretty sweet. Yeah. Sells for $99.99. Wow. Does it really uh, fire, fire any kind of like popcorn? Like, like even like fake popcorn? Here's the description crank up the heat, get ready to blast the foe with the pop, pop, pop. When you hit them with a ray of this officially licensed popcorn gun, this iconic weapon from Killer Clowns from Outer Space sends out a shockwave of salty popcorn goodness at its enemies, sure to make them scream. The real lights and audio, just like in the film, turn the crank and watch the popping mechanism go to work to pull the trigger and activate the lights and shooting sounds. No, it does not shoot yeah, popcorn. No, it does not shoot popcorn. There's just a little bubble. It's, it's, a the picture. it's like a little it's bubble on the top that is fake popcorn popping around. And in fact, if you um, read the photo uh, at the bottom, it says, uh, popcorn is for visual effects only. Do not ingest the popcorn from yeah, the little pop. container. We got dumb people uh, in our country. Yeah. The funny part, the, the cool thing is it's an officially licensed product. It says officially licensed light up sound, and the audio features are officially licensed from the movie. Sweet. It says it's an oversized product oversized it's 25 product inches by 25. 13 inches by 7 inches wow. so it's 25 Holy inches crap. long 25 inches long uh, it takes two AAA batteries which are not included and it says you can spot clean it with a damp spot cloth spot clean it with a damp cloth so yeah interesting nice um, announced uh, on Amazon the Toxic Adventure uh, Adventure Collection coming to 4K. Hey. Sweet. Uh, it's $99.99, 29% off right now. The retail price is $139.95. You can pre-order it today. Pre it ships August 29th. It's going to look even worse now, right, that you can see it in 4K. <laughs> 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 
Yeah. True. True story. Uh, it says that it includes uh, the Toxic Avenger Director's Cut Unrated in a 4K scan Ultra HD. Um, um, it includes the Toxic Avenger Unrated Director's Cut Blu-ray along with uh, introduction by director Lloyd Kaufman, interviews with cast members, interviews with the co-director, right. uh, the Toxic Avenger uh, the Part Toxic 2, Avenger. unrated director's cut 4K, 4K Ultra HD, with prologue by director with Lloyd Kaufman, uh, the Toxic uh, Avenger Part 2 director's cut Blu-ray, along with a bunch of extra... Um, footage and a mini mini uh, documentary called At Home with Toxie, the mockumentary about Toxic Avenger. <laughs> it comes with Toxic Avenger Part 3 4K edition, Toxic Avenger 3 Blu-ray, uh, Blu Citizen Toxie, uh, Citizen the Toxie, Toxie Avenger Part 4 in 4K, and also in Blu-ray. Also in... Wasn't there a Toxic Avenger cartoon, too? Yes, there was. I remember that. Oh, holy shit. <laughs> there was a cartoon for that. Yeah. They should include that, too. That would be nice, but there's, nice, there's but eight there's discs. There's a 4K and Blu-ray version of each of the, the four movies. Sweet. It's pretty cool. Yeah, so if you're a fan of Troma yeah, Pictures, of Troma. Um, definitely check uh, that out. Uh, they have played Toxic uh, Avenger a couple times at the Fourth Horseman when I was there on their weird movie day. Nice. The uh, one you sent us yesterday sounded kind of weird. That was pretty fucking wild. I was watching that one uh, sitting there having a beer and a pizza for lunch, and, uh, and uh, that was a wild movie. I've never seen that one before. Good wild? Um, uh, wild, like bizarre. <laughs> nice. So it's on Tubi, right? Yeah, and it's it's unrated and it's very vulgar. Like there's the when I first watched it, I'm like, what the what the hell am I watching? I saw oh, a grave robber dig up a tomb uh, of a bride, and she was de decomposed, and he was about to insert his member into her mouth, and her eyes opened, <laughs> and she started giving him a BJ at the tombstone, and it showed a backview <laughs> so he could see his balls slapping off her rotting chin. <laughs> It was the most fucked up video oh, I've ever man. seen. I was that like, sounds what awesome. the fuck is this? So I immediately <laughs> had to Google uh, Dead Corpse Blow Job Cemetery, and it, it was the first movie that came up. I got to check that out. That sounds awesome. It was crazy. I'm like, what the fuck am I watching? And then they had a segment called, they had a segment called Wadzilla. Yeah. What was that? Yes, yeah, four stories. Yeah. Yeah. The second one was called Wadzilla, and this guy went to the doctor, and the doctor was like, yeah, you've got a problem. Uh, when you get aroused, uh, your sperm increase in size. And then he shows him jacking off in the bathroom, and he shoots out a sperm the size of a dog, and it just keeps growing, and it has teeth. And then this girl was walking down the street, walking her dog, and the sperm ate her dog. And then she looked into the bushes, and the sperm bit her head off, and there was, like, blood shooting everywhere while the sperm was, like, dancing around her body. It was fucking weird. It was... You said it's, it's really weird, but it had some like great B movie actors in it that are familiar. Yeah, then watch it. That sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty wild. And then I pretty googled wild. it. It says it's on Tubi. So, 
Um, a trailer for the last voyage of the Demeter, preview, of the Demeter. Uh, is is online and it now previews some some photographs and stills in Fangoria this month. According to the Fangoria Twitter, uh, flying into newsstands this July, Fangoria number twenty featuring Javier Bautet as Dracula. Man, the echo is fucking bad, bro. It's fucking bad, bro. Uh. Souping on X, uh, I don't even know how to read this. During the last voyage of Dimitri, so Universal Pictures will be giving um, the horror film The Last Voyage of Dimitri, which is based on a single chapter from the Captain's Log of Bram Stoker's 1897 novel Dracula. That's pretty sweet. Actually, the trailer looks good too. I'm look. I might go to the theater. Evil Dead Rise. They showed. They showed that trailer first. Remember? Yeah. 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 It was good. It comes out August 11th, and the cool thing is, like, every Dracula movie you've ever seen, they never really say what goes on on the Demeter. They don't cover that chapter of the book at all. It's basically, Renfield gets on there with uh, Dracula, Renfield and Dracula get off. Sailing and waves, and you see that they show the the boat is empty, the whole crew is missing or dead. And the dirt transferred from Transylvania. I think that's pretty cool. So somebody took that little sliver of that story... And, and, and made it. That's, that's great. I, I'm looking forward well, to it. In the book, it's an entire chapter, so it covers some of the murders on, on the boat. So I'm interested to see how they play all that out. The trailer looks fantastic, the latest trailer. So I'm, I'm, I'm definitely uh, game yeah. to see that. Yep. That's August, right? August 11th. Yep. August 11th. Yep. Sweet. Uh, Bloodlines. Uh, Pet Cemetery Bloodlines gets an October release date on Paramount Plus. So I think we discussed a couple months ago that they were working on a Pet Cemetery prequel series called Bloodlines. Um, And that comes out in October on Paramount Plus. Uh, The movie debut is the debut directorial effort from screenwriter Lindsay Beer. Acts as a prequel to King's Pet Cemetery and is based on an untold chapter penned by it by the it's five. He has called it the scariest of his properties. Uh, the film follows young uh, film Judd Candrell, uh, Crandrell, uh, Judd Crandall in 1969, who has dreams of leaving his hometown behind and soon discovers sinister secrets buried within. And his forced to confront his dark family history that will forever keep it him connected to the town. It would be cool so if they could somehow yeah. get Fred Gwynn back and put him in there. They should. Like Dig him up. Come on, get him in there. <laughs> it'd be like, you know, Pet Cemetery movie with Fred Gwynn coming back somehow from the yeah. dead. <laughs> yeah. As Herman Munster. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he was the, the, the original movie. So, like, if, if this is like a prequel, they could bring him. Back yeah, like he had the somehow like, right? Um, Dynamite Entertainment has announced a comic book series, Army of Darkness Forever, starting in October starting 2023. Out. The story picks up immediately story after the events of the Blood film, jumping between film three jump. fun timelines. Dynamite Entertainment has revealed that this has revealed sequel, that to this the cult, sequel to the cult horror classic horror. Army of Darkness is getting a sequel. Creators Tony Tony Fleeks, Fleeks. And, Justin and Justin Greenwood are crafting a direct crafting sequel to the planned, uh, planned for October uh, start. For and October what makes the sequel truly special is that it will utilize Sam Raimi's original vision for the series. 
Instead of Ash ending up back in the 1990s Michigan at the end of the film fighting the Deadites at S-Mart, he wakes up 100 years after the end of the world in 2093. Uh, which is kind of like where Ash vs. Evil Dead ended off, right? Evil Dead ended off, right? They kind of just spun forward where he's into the future at the end of the world, and then that was the it. The world, and then that was it. Yeah. I hope that uh, animated series is the talk about that get, gets greenlit. That'd be nice. That would be nice. That would be nice. Um, this October, Marvel's releasing a one-shot horror comic, Crypt of Shadows. Already ordered mine. Uh, Marvel Comics will be publishing a one-shot horror comic called The Crypt of Shadows this October, featuring Deadpool, Scarlet Witch, Hulk, and many more. Uh, once more, as all Hallows Eve draws nigh, the dust covered slab, the seals shut in the crypt, blocking out the sun, casting it forever sun, in the shadows, in has creaked open to let the darkness loose and prey on the Marvel universe. There will be mercenary or mage, guided by law or rage. The heroes will face their terror, and they best pray their spines are sturdy enough for the job. We'll see. Crypts. Crypt of the Shadows number one comes out this October as a one shot. October is one shot. I know at the beginning of news we talked about the yeah, new uh, Exorcist the movie called Exorcist movie Believer. Called Exorcist. Well, there's a sequel to it. Exorcist Deceiver okay. comes out Easter 2025. Yes. No. They've already liked the, the one that hasn't been released so much that they've already ordered a, a sequel to it. Yep. Mm. That's uh, risky. They, they think they got themselves a winner. Maybe they do. We'll see. Okay, that's that's the end of the news from me. Anything from you guys? Uh, no, I don't really have anything. I uh, I got all discombobulated by uh, trying to get my demo headphones to work. So I'm I was discombobulated trying to read the news while hearing my own voice echo back to me. <laughs> Oh, I'm uh, playing the uh, Dead Space remake yeah, Dead finally. Space. And it's How's that? Awesome. Fucking awesome. Nice. It's good. Highly recommend it. Yes! <laughs> All right. Now we've got five great horror flicks on from Chris. Uh, Paramount Plus, which also is now Showtime as well. They've combined Paramount Plus and Showtime. So. Oh, so if I get Showtime, I get Paramount Plus? And vice versa? Uh, I think it's I think it's the other way. Yeah, if you get Paramount Plus, you get Showtime. Well, if you get how much Max is it? Now, no, they have channels. all those channels, so it might be if you get Showtime, you probably get Paramount. Oh, all right. I don't Something know. Like I, well, what, Which I, what one I, do you have? I looked up Max now has all the uh, TLC look, stuff on it. And... I actually had both Paramount Plus and Showtime. So when I was in Paramount Plus yesterday, Showtime movies were showing up in the Paramount Plus app. So. They never okay. used to. I, they were two separate apps. I, I'm guessing I can just get rid of the, the Showtime app. But anyway, so it's Paramount Plus and Showtime. Five movies that you can find on there that I've seen and enjoy. Actually, the one's not a movie, so we'll start with that one. Yellow Jackets. Great series. They just finished uh, season two a couple weeks ago. Um, I like the story. It's uh, it's creepy. Not a whole lot of horror, but enough to, to keep you like coming back for, for more to try to figure out the story. Um, so I'd recommend that series. Also, 
Significant Other, which is a 2022 movie. It's kind of like a sci-fi horror. I think I mentioned it once about a year ago when I watched it. Um, good flick. Two uh, um, fiance and his his girlfriend go. I mean, some guy and his fiance go walking in the woods, and he um, something ha- crazy happens, and you're trying to figure out what happened. And good shit. Uh, yeah, screen six. Uh, I watched that after you recommended it. I did watch that one. I remember it now. Yeah, it's pretty good. Like it kind of gets you like a twist. Like you, you, you kind of think like the 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 boyfriend's sketchy, and then like you know, like about twenty minutes left, it it, it changes. Oh shit! I didn't see that coming. Yeah. Um. So, uh, yeah. So Scream Six. Uh, if you haven't seen it yet, that's uh, on Paramount Plus. Um excellent addition to the franchise i i I, really, I think i actually like this one better than the one that came out uh last year okay chained with uh vincent d'onofrio it's a 2012 movie i don't know if you've seen it um guy is like a serial killer and the movie starts vincent d'onofrio has this lady and her son in his car he's up to his you know weird ass house shack thing and he he basically kills her but he adopts the kid and he chains him to his basement and he like he like raised him to like be his protege or something. It's really weird. Yeah, yeah, no, I see. Um, and so it's so great flick. If you haven't seen it, it's on Paramount Plus slash right now. And my fifth one is Bodies, 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 which um, I think I also mentioned on this one's before. It came out uh, last year. Um, it's like uh, meta horror with like Pete Davidson in it and. Um, it's got a lot of like social commentary in it. Um, I remember flip. the trailer for that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good one. It's also kind of like a whodunit. Yeah. So those are the five movies that you can catch right now on Paramount Plus slash Showtime. Actually, again, the one's not a movie; it's a series. Nice. Okay. Next, we have our top five horror uh-huh. movies. Uh, and this month it is Chris, Craig, Sal. These are the top five okay. summer horror movies. Top five summer horror movies. My number five is Sleepaway Camp. It's uh, it's a classic, you know, with a, with a really twist ending that uh, for its time was pretty uh, pretty bold. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty fucking bold. And not only that, just the face that she makes at the end that's on, like, the cover of the box is, like, yeah, yeah. fucking eerie. Yeah, yeah, good good flip. Uh, number four is Friday the 13th. One of the, uh, you know, all-time favorites um, slasher series. Yep. Uh, great flick. Uh, my number three is Piranha 3D. Which I, I that movie makes my list. That movie makes my list a lot. Uh, it's been on there a couple times. It's a good one. It's a good yeah. one. It's the only and one actually, you're see like, a floating severed penis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, the sequel to that, uh, Piranha uh, Three Triple D, was uh, actually too. Also, just over the top, funny, gory, like good the, stuff. The amount of blood and gore at the beach scene is just insane. Yeah, good stuff. My number two is It Chapter One. Uh, such a such a great movie. Fantastic. Yeah. Yep. Also been on a lot of lists. I mean that 
it kind of is like like Stand By Me, where you get that like summertime, like kids hanging out like outside. But with yeah, great, great, great movie, and, and the the gore in it was also unexpected. And my number one is Jaws, uh, a classic, uh, you know, summertime horror. Yep. Uh, we don't really have to talk about that too much anymore. Yep. 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 And then I have a couple honorable mentions. Um, Club it. Dread, which is a Good one. You know, Good one. nice comedy horror. Uh, the Final Girls, which is which is a good, uh, good one, good horror comedy like slash spoof classic film, and The Burning, which uh, we'll be talking about later on. Yeah, nice. That's it. Yep. Cool. Good list. All right. Um, my number five. I went. I know what you did last Good one. That's a good one. It's got summer in the title. The title. Sure does. I tried going with not the best movies, but like movies that just sort of said summer to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, number four, I went with uh, It as well. Yeah. It, chapter one is nice. a very good film. Yeah. Number three, I went with X. Oh, yeah. yeah. Dude, I yeah. totally forgot about that. Good summer. Yeah. Great summer flick. Film. Dude, the, the problem is the list is too fucking big. Yeah. I had to narrow down quite the list. I know, I know. Yeah. I left out a bunch, too. Yep. Number two, I want to probably made this a top ten list. Texas Chainsaw yeah. Massacre for number two. Another great one. Another great one. Again, that movie, nice. like, I was thinking, I'm like, you know, it was good. But just watching that movie, like, the people, like, looked hot. You know, like, the whole movie, like, in the van. It well, it took place in summer. It was grimy. Yep, exactly. And number one, I went with Jaws. Nice. nice. That is the de facto summer movie. Yep, All right. for sure. I believe uh, so, yes. Classic. Summer Honorable for mentions? Leo. Yep, Midsummer. Nice. Good one. Nice. Um, good one, good one. Burning. Put on there. Yep, Burning. Sweet. And uh, Friday 13th, yeah. for sure. Nice. And I did have Club Dread, but that one I had a hard time because it was on in a, in a tropical island, so I didn't know if it was, you know, vacation. That's true. Do we know if it's really summer or not? I that that's a good. Point. It yeah. might not be, because we did do vacation yeah. horror films quite some time ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Very good. Very good. All right. My top five. My number one, which I'm surprised neither of you mentioned this one. Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Tucker and Dale versus Evil. <laughs> Yes, that is one. Love that movie. Yeah, Again, so it, this is this was a lot of a lot of movies you could pick yeah, from. So many choices, so many choices. Yeah. Yeah. My number four, Sleepaway Camp. Just nice. recently watched it because it's on uh, Shutter right now. Yeah, I did too. I did. Yeah, I did. I also rewatched it recently. It's been a long time since I, I watched it. Yep. Yep. Um, my number three. Friday the 13th, the original summer camp uh, horror movie. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that what it was? 1980. Yeah. Yeah, I believe and so. My, my number two, Midsommar. Summer. That one was just fucking <laughs> shocking and terrifying. <laughs> yeah, it was. And my number one, the and de facto horror film of the summer, which haunted me for decades, Jaws. Jaws. It still it still creeps you out when you watch it. 
Dude, I was afraid of sharks in a fucking swimming pool when I was a kid. I had an above-ground swimming pool, and I wouldn't go in it at night because I thought Jaws was in the damn pool, dude. Yeah. I mean, that that movie fucking traumatized me as a child. A shark that's bigger than my pool, and I'm afraid to get in it, right? Right, right. All right. And then my honorable mentions, uh, and my num- my first honorable mention is Cabin in the Woods. Let's go. Yeah. That's a good one. My, that is a good one. My my second one is Piranha Three Double D. Nice. Oh, Three Double D. Nice. Yeah, I added Three Double D to mine. <laughs> and uh, ah. my, uh, my third honorable mention is Evil Dead. Yeah. That one, was, tough, one. That one yeah. was tough. Yeah. I didn't, know I didn't even think was. about that for summertime. Was there not? Yeah, no. it was definitely summer. They was were sweating. It? They were taking a trip to the woods in Tennessee. Yeah, uh, and then one uh, that I just uh, tagged on the end here because I completely yeah. just felt like it needed to be mentioned was it's chapter mentioned one. Was it's chapter yeah. one. Yeah, good flick, good flick. Uh, that was a good list because there were so many films to really pick from, and it was hard to narrow down. It was kind of for me, it was kind of a mix, me, mix of like nostalgia like, versus you know what's really great. Yeah, and same modern. here. Hmm. Awesome. All right. Let's get to our movie review. Our movie review is The Burning, 1981. This is not on Rotten Tomatoes, so I couldn't get the Rotten Tomatoes score. Instead, I got the IMDb score. 6.3 out of 10. It's a horror film, an hour and 31 minutes long. That's really good for a horror movie. Especially a slasher film. 6.3, yeah. Yeah, just a little bit about yeah, this film. So it is a horror film. It was directed by Tony Mayland. Uh, and you know, her, you know first, f- her first you know film that it? she directed was Genesis Live in Concert in 1977. Well, do you know who produced oh, yeah. it? It was <laughs> written and produced by Harvey Weinstein. Yep, you bet. Dude, and I was like, yeah, Harvey was Weinstein. Like I was like those poor girls, like because I saw that. Yeah, before. dude. I'm like <laughs> yeah. the whole time I'm watching like, it. Which which girls he was like which targeting? Was like, targeting. Like, dude, hopefully it wasn't Tiger. And the way that my like, my my only question is while I'm watching the film the entire time the only thing I'm thinking is how many of these poor girls had to watch Harvey Weinstein jack off? Yep. <laughs> and, and that muscle dude was like I said that's like Harvey Weinstein this guy's like forcing himself yeah, right? on these girls I'm like yeah come so on man. it'll be good it'll be good yeah. I promise you dude right at the beginning you said story written by Harvey Weinstein produced yeah. by Harvey Weinstein screenplay by Bob Weinstein I'm like oh fuck man I didn't realize yeah. that and I was like how old is that guy how old must that guy be now like He's like, holy crazy. shit. Uh, this was released in theaters May 8th, 1981. So it was after, um, yeah, it was MGM. And, and I saw that too. It was like MGM, like Miramax. I'm like, this was big budget. Um, it was a big was budget film. Answer, in fact, it was their they answer spent to, one. Yeah, it was their answer to, to uh, Friday the 13th. Uh, 13th. 13th. Yep. $1.5 million to produce this film. And it yep. only raked in $700,000 uh, domestically. Hmm. Big big cast, and I mean they weren't big back then, dude. They weren't big then, but yeah, some big names. Young though. dude, young Holly Hunter. Like she she wasn't even the main character, she, but she was in it. Was she yeah, no. 
Yeah. No, she no. was like a minor character. She was on the dock, and then she was at the beach, you know, during the end when they were okay. finding bodies. She had like a tiny role, but boy, a tiny role. Boy. I, I was like, what a great. And uh, Stephen Fisher as like a scrawny little Alexander. fucking toothpick. Oh, you mean yeah, uh, Jason uh, Alexander Stevens. with the full head of hair? I'm oh, sorry, Fisher, Fisher Stevens. Stevens. Yeah, Fisher <laughs> Stevens. Yeah. I'm just like, what a fucking cast, man. From circuits, but uh, short circuit movies. Yeah, and uh, and uh, who else? There Jason Alexander. No, uh, there was. Uh, oh, yeah. Ratner from uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. That's right. That's yeah. right. Ratner was uh, what was his name? He was the creepy. He's a creepy dude. Yeah, that was kid they got picked pick on. Yeah. But that was Ratner from Fast know. Times at Ridgemont High. He said he didn't have any friends, but he seemed to like those kids. Seemed to like hang out with them. Like, yeah, I, know. I don't know. Well, it was Here's the thing: Harvey that was a <laughs> so that was a that was a Harvey Weinstein company Miramax <laughs> Films production. That I've seen this movie about a dozen times before, but as a kid, I don't know if you remember. This is one of those films I, that was I, on HBO and played repeatedly on HBO yeah, for and that's where many I saw years in the early eighties. Probably 80s. the last time I lo- I put my eyes on it. Be honest with you. I remember. I just remember there's a lot of boobies in it. Yeah, there was a lot of boobies in it. A lot of young. I might have watched it in, in high school. I might have like rented the the, the the VHS or something too. VHS I don't think I rented the VHS. I think I, the only time I saw it was I watched it multiple times on HBO as a kid. I HBO clearly kid. remember it now. I remember, I remember it now. Friend, yeah. He had a when we watched. He kept on cropsy. You know, making fun of cropsy. Cropsy. That's right. And and the. Fisher Stevens, the film he was in shortly after this, he played like a greaser gangster dude in My Science Project. Okay. Uh, I don't know if you remember, remember that one? film. That's one with... Uh, yeah. uh, was that Val Kilmer? No, it was... Uh, no, it was... John Stockwell. Dennis Hopper was the science Hopper teacher who was like... Was like getting high and stuff. He was like anti-war, anti. Uh, mm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know that one. He's like a weird science teacher. Um, I'm trying to think who else was in that one. John Stockwell. I don't think I know that. That was in. That was in. Uh, that was in uh, uh, Christine. He played the 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 the, the, the jock uh, in Christine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, my science project. I have that one. Is one that's a film you cannot find anywhere. I found a bootleg. Yeah, I found a bootleg copy of it on DVD, so I've ripped that to digital. I have a uh, digital copy of that film. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, this film was kind of uh, uh, during the boom of hey, holy shit, this slasher film Friday the Thirteenth was so popular. Let's make a million copies of it. And this was one of the first attempts in 1981 to copy the success of that film. it's pretty funny because if you think about the amount of tits in this fucking film, man, uh, it was more than probably more any than of the other Friday the 13th films all yeah. added together. Like every chick <laughs> in this film was topless at some point. And, and some reason. of the scenes were just. Tiger, unnecess- Tiger wasn't. No. But the thing is, some of them were just unnecessarily uh, of like yeah. over the top, like a five minute shower scene, you know? I don't know if you noticed that. Like in the beginning, the first set of tits you saw was the girl taking a shower, and it looked like they added like shampoo to her hair to make more blood <laughs> bubbles go down her breasts when they cut back to her again. It was pretty cool. Oh, uh, Harvard, and, and, you devil. 
Yeah, it was clear. It was clear that the Weinstein's had a play in this thing because what? The yeah, fuck? He, Harvey needed two extra minutes there. To <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, so I'm thinking, man, these poor girls—they had to deal with Harvey Weinstein. Like, how many of them yep. did they jack off in front of? Oh, yep, all of them. Yeah, pretty much. I bet. Yeah, I bet they all have bad. stories. Uh, mm. But but uh, this film kind of uh, does the usual thing. Um, the only difference I think of this, I feel like it's a little bit of a mix between um, maybe Nightmare on Elm Street, but without the dreaming part, you know, because you have the burning you know, you and the guy getting revenge. Yeah. You have the, mm-hmm. uh, you the, have the uh, sleepaway the camp, sleepaway for the summer. camp for the summer. But it wasn't the... Typical, what became the trope of people who have sex die, because it was yeah, true. It was, true story. It was. It wasn't necessarily everyone that had sex that got killed. Yeah, because that raft full of kids. Uh, there was a couple of people they never showed have sex in the movie, and he killed them all. Yeah, he killed them all, and that scene was pretty. All, scene, you look at some of the practical practical effects there; they weren't that bad. Uh, I don't know if you're aware of this or not, but Tom Savini did the special effects. I did see film. that in the credits. I was going to say, his, yeah, I did see that in the, the credits. Uh, the effects were better than Friday the Thirteenth. I thought he like, actually did an interview. Uh, I went online and found people that ripped uh, the DVD version of that that had behind the scenes. He did a couple of interviews about how he created those effects, including the burning scene in the yeah. cabin. He said they use rubber cement as the accelerant. It's funny. And like, it looks like some dude has like a helmet on. Like a helmet on. <laughs> yeah, because you can see the burn suit. He had a full burn suit on. Yeah, he's like, yeah, it was very early special yeah, effects, but I, I will say that there was a great interview with Tom Savini that said the whole gag was supposed to go down that he had a torch that he had lit. He was going to go into the cabin, into the light cabin, the uh, rubber cement, and then the actor was the going to get him, you know, get lit get, and he was going to bust out the door, you know, on fire. But what happened is Tom Savini said he walked into the cabin. There was so much rubber cement everywhere. He had the torch in his hand. He slipped on his feet, fell on his back, and lit the whole cabin on fire. And then the actor just, like, had to run out the door. And they just caught the film there. It was like, that was the first take, one and done. So it's kind of funny, too. Towards the end, when you saw uh, Cropsey for the first time, he, he, he looked a lot like, uh, Jason, when he when he popped out of the uh, right with his face all yeah, mangled, and true stuff. story. Yeah. One of the things so, that yeah, I don't understand was, you go ahead. That um, go ahead. that final that final like part where they were in like the was that be the old campground that they like they, where they finished up at? Because so. there was a lot of like cement buildings and shit, and even mine carts. And well, I was like, is it supposed to be the old camp? Like, because I could have sworn there was a mention of some sort of mine that was on the campground. Oh, uh, was there? Uh, I don't remember. But I, I was like, those ruins are kind of weird for an old campground. It was, mm. right? Yeah, it was. Plus the fact I that was. the campground was Plus like on an island, island, right? They needed the canoes to get off of the campground get area. Get off of the campground area. Yeah, how the hell did they get the kids there? Like like the old camp? Like, were they like brought them all in canoes? Don't know. I'm assuming that must be the case. Harvey didn't care. He just wanted to see titties. Yeah, I'll say this. The acting, the writing was not great. The storyline wasn't perfect. 
the acting was, you know, everyone was young and amateur, I'm pretty sure. It, it, uh, for a $1.5 million budget, $5 the million acting was budget? not fantastic. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There were some, you know, the lead characters were seasoned actors at that point in their career. I looked them up. They yeah. have a couple good films under the belt. Uh, so they probably paid mostly for those actors when it comes to that budget. That budget. Right. So, it was uh, funny, George. Uh, it's been forever since I've seen it, but every time uh, uh, Jason Alexander's character talked, I was like, I think of was George. Yeah, because he almost acted exactly like him. Uh, it's, it's, it's clear that uh, the, his personality is what he acts. <laughs> For sure. Uh, but the scene, the scene with uh, um, uh, Fisher uh, Stevens uh, shooting the other guy in the ass with the BB gun—that was pretty funny. Was pretty um, funny. There, were pretty, there were a couple <laughs> that scenes there that were that were pretty good, uh, but the special effects were really corny. I mean, they were pretty good practical in some cases, like the the murder on the on the raft. They did the prosthetic neck, which was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. That was kind of like oh, the early yeah. version of that that they did for Friday Thirteenth late in later years. Um, again, Tom Savini, he probably came up with that whole gag uh, because he's the same one that came up with the spear through the neck with um, uh, Kevin Bacon. Yeah. That was a Tom Savini gag. Yeah. You know what I like, too? That one scene where they just showed the ar- the blood like running down the arm. I just like the way it, uh, they shot that with like it spreading out and stuff. I don't know. That, that scene just was, was cool. Yeah, when they chopped off the fingers, that was cool. When they chopped off the fingers, that was cool. Yeah. Uh, plus, yeah. when you think about it, how many how many films do a cut to red instead of cut to black? Like a couple times like, during the murders, times. they cut the red. They True, turned the yeah. screen red. Uh, that was kind of yeah, interesting. That, that was cool. Kind of interesting. Yeah, I like that. Um, uh, overall, it, it seemed overall, a little long. Like, I'm going to say that the acting in the storyline was bad enough that a couple of times I looked at my watch and I'm like, this is kind of a long yeah. film. Yes, yeah, so, I mean, the story was basically this caretaker at a camp. Kids were playing a prank on him. He started on fire, came back for revenge, basically. He was in right. the hospital. Just against any kids. He escaped the hot from the hospital. And the first it was murder weird, like, took some time. Yeah, it was a long time before the. Well, first he was after happened. that. He, he he was after that guy specifically because he was one of the kids. Like the guy, I think that was the Fisher Stevens character, right? Like he was. They 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 got to it towards the end of the movie. He he was one of the kids that like played the prank on Cropsey. Yeah, right. And he's the he's like the head yeah, like counselor like, of yeah, this yeah, camp. He went after like the hook. Like I didn't get that. I was like, why is he killing this hooker? She didn't do anything to him. You know what I mean? I was like, yeah, I didn't get that either. It didn't make sense. Well, if I think Harvey Weinstein likes to kill hookers, <laughs> <laughs> that's probably the case. But but I think it has to do with the fact that when he when he was leaving the hospital, they had a voiceover of the doctor saying, "You know, you're gonna get used to normal life. People might look at you weird for a while. You're gonna get used to living life. You know, like all these things basically saying people are gonna reject you. And kind of that was what happened. He went out. He got a hooker. She was completely." rejected him and that said him you know what fuck this i'm just gonna get revenge and murder everybody uh because i'm a grotesque beast or whatever whatever (laughs) i'm sure it was some play on the fact that harvey weinstein is one ugly motherfucker and he knew that he was and uh this was him acting it out (laughs) (laughs) instead of killing people he's gonna spend the rest of his life jacking off into flowers and uh um showing his penis to women 
<laughs> Can't stab him with a knife. He'll stab him with his dick. Um, <laughs> but other than that, I mean, it was a pretty interesting film. It's weird yeah. how watching it brought back all the memories. So I watched this before. It yeah. just wasn't good enough yeah, for me to for go sure. back and watch it multiple times. <laughs> exactly. I think it, as a kid, like, I didn't really care so much about the story because there was boobies in it. You know, I, I and, think the and it was just a fun, really, right? <laughs> yeah, as a kid, like I was like, "Oh man, this movie's great! It's got boobs in it." You know, some people you getting know, killed. Yeah. Now I need a little bit more in my horror. You know, boobs are great, but like I, I want a little something to go around my boobs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something yeah, to yeah. go around your boobs. Something to go around your boobs. All right. Um, right. Yeah. So overall, I'm going to say, you know, this film it was it was it an was, early slasher film. Early. It was our first attempt at kind of competing with or replicating what Friday the 13th did. Unfortunately, there's a lot of negativity that surrounds the writer and producer of this film. Um, It was interesting to see a lot of young stars in this film that became something much bigger. bigger. Um, But overall, I'm going to say, you know, out of five stars, two and a half. Yeah, that's where I was going to go, too, two and a half. Yep, agreed. Uh, I wouldn't necessarily uh, recommend it to anybody. It's not particularly entertaining. entertaining. Uh, however, uh, uh, if you have seen it in the past or you like those 80s horror movies, this is a bit nostalgic feeling, especially seeing some sure. of those sure. um, early actors, uh, young actors. You know, for it's sure. probably not a bad Saturday morning hungover throw it on if you get, you know, yeah. nothing. Yeah. Rainy, rainy morning or something. I wonder how long it's going to be up on uh, Shutter, uh, but that's where we, that's where that's I watched it. It's up on Shutter. They, they just threw it up there, so it's probably going to be on a while. Yeah, it's under. They have a curated list of summer horror films now, which uh, which is where sure, I watched Sleepaway Camp, watch Camp up there. Which is where I watched Sleepaway Camp up there. If you if you want to see a better 1980s uh, camp based. Slasher film, Sleepaway Slasher Camp film, is, Sleepaway is definitely camp. better than definitely this film. Definitely better than this film. Less tits, but a I, better horror film. Yeah. Definitely. Right, I'm, we're going to cut the show a little short only because there's a massive amount of echo coming out of Chris's... Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's going to try to figure it out. We may have to do a dry run like a day or two early this time so that uh, we don't have this problem again. Yeah, that's fine. I'm I'm hoping that the audio that gets recorded on your local laptop doesn't include that echo. If it does, I apologize yeah. to all the listeners if they hear this echo. Um, it's just uh, 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 I just got a new laptop, and uh, I don't know what's going on with it. So yeah. I'm going to try and figure it out. The echo cancellation seems to not Cheap be working on Prime Day. Yeah. Oh, you bought it on Prime Day? Yeah. <laughs> let me tell you. Let me tell you a fucking Prime Day story. <laughs> I. On Prime Day, I bought a Robo Vacuum. It was the okay. Robo Rock S5 vacuum cleaner, right? Mm-hmm. I bought it for my new apartment because my new apartment has all tile floor. All tile floor. And I thought, hey, this will be great. The robot vacuum will be able to keep that nice and clean. And it was a great deal. It's a $700 robot vacuum because it, it cleans. And then it docks and it empties itself into a big container, a big vacuum container. And you only have to empty that once a month. But that $700 vacuum was on sale for $4.29 on the website. I got it from Prime Day for $3.99. I ordered it with my Prime account on Prime Day with Prime Delivery. 
It never fucking showed up. Wow. Son so of I, a... After a week, I call, I call them because it said, oh, it, uh, the date delivery change. No, the date delivery change. No, it'll, it'll be here on this date. No, 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 it'll be here on this day. And then the next day it goes, sorry, it's undeliverable. And I'm like, what the fuck? And the tracking yeah. shows it somewhere oh, out in Vista Loma, like the middle of the fucking California desert. So I call Amazon. I'm like, what's going on? They go, oh, well, we can give you a refund and you can reorder it. I said, no, it's a Prime Day deal. It's double the price right now. I'm not going to order it again. I want the fucking thing I ordered. And I said, and the thing about it is I moved. I ordered it with the Prime ordering to get it two days before I move. Now I moved and it has to be delivered to a new address. And they're like, oh, well, we might have a problem trying to reissue it to you. Let me talk to my supervisor. Then they come back and go, no, I, I don't think we can do this for you. I think we'll have to issue a refund. I'm like, I don't understand. Then if you're going to refund me, then refund me the vacuum and refund me my annual Prime membership because I'm going to cancel the fucking thing because this is the most primiest of all Prime things. It's a Prime Day deal with Prime delivery, and I bought it with my Prime credit card with my Prime membership. Like, how can you get any more fucking Prime than that? And it was delivered by an Amazon driver. And it never got delivered. So if you can't function as a company doing that with your fucking quote-unquote Prime Day, then I don't want it. And I don't want your Prime service anymore. And then we're like, hold on, let me see if I can... They they go, let me see if I can talk to a manager. Hold on. They come back and they go, yeah, uh, we got a new one coming to a new address. It'll be there in two days. And then it showed up. I'm like, what, what, the, what the fuck? I waited 10 days for that. If it would have been delivered by Optimus Prime, it would have been just a hair of Prime here. Yeah, exactly. Prime day, Prime card with a Prime event and Prime shipping, Prime credit card yeah. by Optimus Prime. <laughs> anyway, a little Prime story there for you. All right, yeah. cool, guys. So they sent me a shit. What was that? They said maybe they sent me a shitty uh, computer. I don't know. I'm going to try to figure out something when I plugged in the headphones in the phone jack and screwed everything up. Did you try muting? I'd send a message just to see if you could mute, see if it would take it away. Yeah, I don't know. I have been that? muting for the last like five, like 10 minutes when I'm not talking. Has it changed? No. No. Uh, yeah, I would have them maybe try to try to see if you can exchange it for another one or something. That seems wild. Is your is your other headset a Bluetooth or USB or or it's headset jack? My the one that I usually use is uh, like a US old school USB. It plugs into like the USB one whatever. So it might be, it might be a problem once you have your head your headset back. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Well, what we'll do is I'll start it up early okay, next, time start again, up early next time. and we'll see if we can do a little testing. All right. All right. Thank you, everyone, for listening, and uh, we will uh, we will uh, talk to you uh, next month. Bye. Bye.